you're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI guys. Hello and welcome along to this, the Week 11 preview show. It's me, Colm, on the show. I'm joined here by DJ and uh, looking forward to breaking down all the games that are coming up this weekend. We have some very exciting ones, DJ in particular. One with my team, the Packers. One with your team, the New England Patriots. So lots to look forward to on this show. And of course, we're going to be joined on the show very shortly by Erin Coscalleri of NFL AM to help us break down some of the games. So looking forward to talking with her later on the show about a month or two ago. And uh, it was a really enjoyable time. So looking forward to breaking down those games with her. As always, at the start of the show, DJ, we like to give a little shout out to the last word on sport. Doing a fantastic job spreading the word of the show. The numbers going up each and every week. And a lot of the help of uh, those guys and of course you the listeners as well so do check them out on twitter it's at last word on sport their website is lastwordonsport.com and we're up there on the last word on sport radio network so do give it all a listen and uh, check it out hopefully if this is your first time listening to the show you will enjoy it and hopefully you'll come back and listen again so just hit the subscribe button on whatever device you're listening to it on whether it be itunes stitcher whatever give us a comment and a rating helps greatly each and every time we get a, an extra written or so on and so forth on those. So, DJ, uh, I've talked on there. How are you, how are you doing this week? Enjoying uh, waiting for this uh, weekend's NFL action? Yeah, really looking forward to this weekend's action, Colin. Could be a pivotal weekend for a number of teams. They could get knocked out off the playoff picture or they could keep their hopes alive. Yeah, DJ, lots obviously coming up this weekend. Lots of teams, you know, are really in the kind of 50-50 split now of getting into the playoffs. A lot of must-win games coming up and uh, makes it very, very exciting. Also, a lot of people coming up now in their fantasy football playoff picture starting to get cleared up and the Money League we're in, DJ, along with some of the Overtime Ireland Leagues are very, very interesting to look at at the moment. The Money League in particular that we're in, I know it's uh, really heating up. You've two wins on the trot after beating me two weeks ago, something that I kept nice and quiet last week on the show, but uh, you're two in a row. I, I won last week, so a lot of teams in around the 5-5, the 6-4 five and five, six and four mark, so it's really heating up a lot of people still, I'm sure, and with chances in their playoffs. And uh, really looking forward to seeing how far some of them overtime Ireland teams can do in the, in the number of leagues that we're in. So enjoying all the stuff going on regarding fantasy football, real life football, and so on and so forth. And as I mentioned, with the New England Patriots have a big game coming up this week, DJ, and they're, they're playing on all cylinders at the moment. And the Packers have a big game coming up against the Eagles. So looking forward, we'll be talking through them in a little bit. Uh, but before that there, we're going to break down some of the games with Aaron Coscalleri of NFL AM. So let's get Aaron on the show right now. Want to know who's going to win every NFL game this weekend? It's time for the OTI Weekend Preview. Joining me back on the Overtime Ireland podcast again is Aaron Coscalleri of NFL AM. Uh, we had her on not so long ago and it was a lot of fun talking through some of the games with her. So we were back here for week 11 to, to break down some of the games. It's great to have you back on, Aaron. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to be back on. It's, a, it's been a great season so far. Some, some crazy upsets. Some uh, some teams emerging you wouldn't have thought. Uh, it's been yeah, it's been a great great season so far. Yeah, and no, the only unfortunate thing is it's already week eleven. It's kind of going a bit too fast. Can we can we slow it down a bit? <laughs> right, I know. I can't even believe it's week eleven. I mean, where did the time go? But it's it's just gonna it's gonna be a close postseason. There's a lot of teams that you know are really making a case for themselves. So. And I think we're going to talk about a couple of yeah. them, right? <laughs> we're going to go through a couple of them now, and I guess we'll start with the, the Saints are at home this weekend. They're facing the, the Cincinnati Bengals. They've been very lucky with how their division has fallen for them, uh, and many other divisions, they'd already be out of the race. But the Bengals, on the other hand, they have a winning record, but they're, they're really struggling after their loss to the Browns last week. 
The Saints lost at home last week in overtime to the 49ers and that was their first loss at home in over two years in the regular season. So I don't know if we're going to see back-to-back home losses for them, are we? You know, yeah, that is going to be a great game because, uh, like you said, they have not. They have been so dominant at home, uh, and the, the overtime loss to the 49ers was was a really, really close game. Um, and you know, as you know, the, the Saints have struggled on the road, so their bread and butter was really being dominant um, in the Superdome. So it should be interesting to see how this all plays out for the Saints because. Where has their defense been? Uh, and not only that, I have Drew Brees on my fantasy team. Yeah, we talked and about And he, he's, <laughs> he's actually been surprisingly not as dominant. So I think um, a lot of Saints fans are kind of wondering what's going on with them right now. And like you said, uh, I don't think that there's going to be back-to-back home losses either. The Bengals have been incredibly inconsistent, and not only that, uh, Gio Bernard, we reported on the show, I, he's not going to be playing. Uh, and so that's a big hit to their to their run game. Uh, Gio Bernard is is not going to be playing, so um, it should be good. It should be a good matchup. I yeah. mean, the Bengals they, they they either come to play or they struggle. So it's going to be interesting to see which team, which Bengals team, will show up. <laughs> yeah, this year was uh, that was one of the points I had. I was going to ask about the Gio Vanni Bernard thing, but just before we started recording, that was one of the things that came out that he wasn't going to play this weekend. So big workload going again on Jeremy Hill and. Although he has done quite well for them in his rookie season, uh, I think everyone, every Cincinnati fan would want to see Giovanni Bernard in the team as well. Dalton last week was absolutely horrendous. Uh, I don't think there's any mm. other way to describe it other than that. And uh, he had a, he had a two, 2.0 quarterback rating, which is something that I'm sure them Bengals fans will never want to see again. So do you think we'll have a little bit of a bounce back from him here? I, I know you talked about the Saints D not being overly good, but I think they'll be licking their lips at the, the prospect of doing what the Browns done last week. Yeah, you know, I think the Saints are figuring out who their identity is uh, this year. So as far as this matchup is concerned, I, you know, I I don't know who I would go with. I want to say that the Saints are going to be strong at home, but like you said, they're, they didn't seem to, to pull through and really come up, come up with a dominant win um, against the 49ers. So, I don't know. Yeah, Jeremy Hill, he had, uh, he had let's see, how many yards did he? He's averaging almost five yards a carry, which is pretty yeah. good, considering, uh, yeah, he's filling in for uh, Bernard. But, you know, you never know. It's, that's why it's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. So yeah. we'll see. That their uh, 84-yard touchdown he had a few weeks ago, that rush is probably helping that yards per carry average, but I will not take that away from him. This game is going to be very interesting, and you know I talked about uh, the last loss against the 49ers. The 49ers obviously had to win that to keep their season going, and the Saints, similarly against the Packers when they won at home two or three weeks ago, also had to win. So sometimes it's must-win things that help the help the team come around. But both teams in this is really must-win, and uh, I think at home the Saints definitely have the advantage. I think they'll they'll win this by around a touchdown. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I think that the Saints. This is a must-win. And like you said, I, I agree that the 49ers last last week it was a must win because that's that NFC West. How 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 competitive are they? You know, I mean, who would have thought the Cardinals would have come away with it right now, eight and one? I mean, it's just incredible how the season is playing out. Who would have thought that the Seahawks would be struggling, uh, especially on the road, losing to uh, the Rams and the Chargers at, away from away from um, CenturyLink Field? So. Yeah, you know, that's why it's the NFL. It's it's 
you know, it's not, you can't predict these things. And even though, like you said, I think the Saints are very dominant at home, there is, they have some weaknesses. So it'll be interesting to see if those weaknesses become exposed again um, on Sunday. Yeah, just before we move on to another game, it's very interesting too. They were three and zero at the start of the season, and everyone was talking about how good the Cincinnati Bengals team are. Sometimes we do like to to jump to conclusions at the start of the season, but moving, uh, yeah. moving on to a team that uh, I don't think anyone's jumped any extra conclusions about, and that's the Denver Broncos. They're facing the St. Louis Rams in St. Louis, and uh, is this going to be anything other than the same old Peyton Manning dominating the game again and? Uh, getting the win last week we thought he was in a bit of trouble against the Raiders at the start of the game but by the end of the game that was all forgotten about right I know how how great has Peyton Manning been this season I mean it just seems like he's a fine wine he keeps yeah. getting better with age instead of instead of degressing he's progressing and it's it's incredibly amazing to see I think Peyton Manning is like 38 years old um and he's just been completely lights out. And, of course, he has a great uh, supporting cast with Julius Thomas, Demarius Thomas, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. What I think will be interesting about that game is seeing, uh, you know, Ronnie Hillman will be out. So there you go. You need to have uh, C.J. Anderson, who, by the way, has been really performing in Hillman's place uh, when he when uh, Hillman went down with that mid-foot sprain um, on Sunday. So... That's the reason why the Broncos are so dominant. You have to also respect the run. You know, obviously Peyton Manning is very dangerous through the air, but you can't forget about the, that, that run game. And it seems as though they have so much depth uh, at the running back position because remember earlier in the season, Monte Ball was out, yeah. and then you needed Ronnie Hillman to fill in. Um, and now you have C.J. Anderson. So John Elway, he's doing something right over there in Denver because he not only is picking the right uh, receivers with Emmanuel Sanders this season, who they picked up off during the offseason, but they're doing something right at the running back position too. Yeah, they've been terrific, and I think some of it is it helps when you've Peyton Manning a quarterback and the teams don't want to stack the box against you. But the Rams in the last two yeah. weeks have really been racking up numbers in stacks or sacks in particular, and uh, up until that yeah. point they were really struggling to, to get pressure on the quarterback. So Peyton likes to get the ball out quick. It'll be hard for them to get too much pressure on him. You don't see him get sacked too often. So I think the, the Rams will struggle in this one, and uh, it'll be tough wa- watching for Rams fans. And I think the Broncos will win this quite easily. Yeah, they do. Like you said, they do have a pretty strong defensive front, the Rams do. But, you know, they're making a switch at quarterback. Austin Davis, they're sitting him, and they're replacing him with Sean Hill. So that's going to be an interesting thing to watch out for is to see how well this new quarterback does against that uh, Denver defense, which, by the way, cannot be forgotten either. So, um, right, exactly, Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware. So you've got... uh, you do have some pretty key uh, guys to watch out for on that um, Denver D. So. Yeah, and you mentioned the, the quarterback chains there. Also, the running back situation in St. Louis is a bit muddled up with Trey Mason and Benny Cunningham. It's changing in and out all the time. So a lot of things there that you can't really predict for the Rams, and their season has been unpredictable. You mentioned earlier about them getting the win against the, the 49ers and also beating the Seahawks, and then they're struggling out of their division. So it's a really, really strange yeah. season for them. And even last week in their division against the Cardinals, they were going quite well up into that fourth quarter so it'll be interesting to see this week but I can't see other anything other than Pitt and Manning doing his thing in a, a comfortable one here for, yep. for the Broncos also we mentioned the yep. 49ers and they got a big big win last week against the Saints in overtime and they're heading to uh, the MetLife Stadium this week to take on uh, the New, New York Giants uh, 
Eli's had a bit of troubles again over the last few weeks after steadying the ship at the start of the season. Odell Beckham's looked fantastic, but it's going to it's going to be a tough one here. They've a lot of a lot of problems on defense. They're giving up a lot of explosive plays. Uh, I think they're giving up the most in the league of plays over nine yards. And I think the the 49ers will try and exploit that. They go back to what they do best last week, running the ball. And I think uh, I think they'll get the win here in New York. Yeah, I I've got to agree with you again. Um, the 49ers. And not only that, they're getting back uh, Alden Smith, yeah. who was practicing this week. He's been a huge part of the success of that defense last season and, and the season before. Um, and that's been the, the reason why that team has been so successful, has been their defense, which is what I would say, you know, some things on offense, but the defense has certainly um, been exploited in some situations. So, yeah, you know, the Giants, it's, it's been hard to figure out. What, again, that's another inconsistent team. Eli Manning picking up that West Coast offense, uh, trying to get sort of a rhythm going. And like you said, uh, Odell Beckham has been the, the leader the last two weeks with that offense, um, which, is, which is surprising because he's a rookie. But, you know, they have a lot of key injuries, that Giants team. You know, Victor Cruz is out. John Beeson is out. Um, so there's, there, unfortunately, the Giants, I just don't really see them dominating the NFC East when you have contenders like the Cowboys and the Eagles who are soaring, um, right now. So, yeah, um, I just think, again, I think this is, this is, this one's going to the 49ers. Yeah, I think it will too. And, you know, when you're looking at who needs the one more, obviously the Giants want a better record, but the, the 49ers are trying to keep keep on the coattails of the, the Cardinals and the Seahawks. So I think the 49ers yeah. come out on top here. And Kaepernick has been quite good, actually, on the road. So it'll be, you know, they've been actually worse at Levi Stadium than they have been on the road. So I think that's another positive maybe for the 49ers. The, la- the last game to run through is the uh, San Diego Chargers are hosting the 0-8 Oakland Raiders. The 0-9, sorry. <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Yeah. It's actually worse than Yikes. I was about to say. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah. Yikes. Can, uh, can you see the Raiders getting their first one of the season here with the, the Chargers coming off that bye after being shut out by the Dolphins? I'm sure Philip Rivers has been, that has been eating away at him inside. To, he'll be desperate to get points on the board this week. You know, um, it's really tough to play in Miami. Clearly the Patriots struggled. Obviously the Chargers struggled with that. So as much as it was an embarrassment, like you said, the Chargers were shut out. Um, that is very uncharacteristic of that team. And it's, I hate to say it, it's the Raiders, mm. you know, they just, although the te- the games have been competitive, I just think the Raiders don't, you know, it's the same thing every single year with them. They just can't seem to find, they struggle, first of all, with the quarterback. Last year we saw it with Terrell Pryor, Matt Flynn was there, then they tra- Then they got rid of Matt Flynn, brought, in, uh, brought up Matt McGloin. They don't ha- and now we have Derek Carr, who seems to show some um, some light at the end of the tunnel. That's a good sign. Um, but even he was having in- issues with injuries, and you know, again, that's that's something that you you don't want. You you have inconsistency at your uh, quarterback. But yeah, you know, I just it's it's just unfortunate for for what's going on in Oakland. And I was there last year covering the team, um, and you know. It's they just it's it's so frustrating to see, especially with the closeness that these games are coming to. Yeah. You know, I mean, even when they played the Patriots, it, they didn't get blown out. It was still a pretty competitive game. So, the Raiders have the talent. I just don't know what the answer there is. You know, and they have people that have won Super Bowl champions championships. They have talent. I just don't know if it's a lack of leadership, a lack of chemistry. 
I just don't think that the Charger or uh, that the the Raiders are going to get a win this time yeah, against Philip Rivers. It's a really tough season for them, and it looks like they're heading for that number one overall pick next year. But you know, at some stage they're going to yeah. pick up one. Maybe they will shock the world this week. But they have a couple of games coming up that might be a little bit easier for them to pick up that W. But uh, at the minute, it's not looking too good for them. It looks like they'll be zero and ten. So, the yeah. The uh, the last thing before we finish up, obviously, I want to give a plug to your show. That's NFL AM. You're on each and every weekday, six AM to ten AM Eastern. And for anyone in Ireland or the UK looking to find out what time it is, just add five hours onto that onto that time, and you'll get it. But uh, you've had some great guests in the show over the last few weeks. I've really been enjoying watching it. Nothing more so than uh, Pat McAfee, who seems to be having a great time every time he gets on TV. Uh, isn't he a blast? He is so much fun to watch. That guy will have such a great career in broadcast when he is done playing football uh, in the NFL. He's he's witty. He's he's funny. He's smart. He speaks well. Um, he is a really really great guy, and he's a nice guy too. So um, he's the only pump- he's a blast. He's the only punter I know with his own celebration after after he punts the ball away. I know. And by the way, the only punter that's made it on Dancing with the Starters. So imagine that. Like, how do you get on that? You have to have some uh, pretty good dance moves and be pretty charismatic. But yeah, Pat McAfee is great. We've had a lot of a lot of good guests uh, throughout the season, and we can we will continue to have some more. Uh, so yes, please please watch NFL underscore am is our twitter handle so you can get all the latest information on our twitter um handle mine is just uh at aaron coscarelli uh which i constantly am updating um football news and stuff about the show as well so uh yeah we uh we have a really really great time there's really good chemistry on the set everybody gets along and you know we're always teasing each other so it's a lot of fun it's a great it's a great uh, yeah, it's, a great, it's a great show to be a part of yeah, it must be a lot of fun to be a part of. It's great to watch. And uh, one thing I have to ask is, uh, when you're getting tweets when you're on the show, you seem to be able to reply to any tweets very, very quickly. Do you do you be doing it in between breaks, or how do you manage to skip fit them in? Yeah, well, we have about three-minute commercial breaks, so I do get a chance when we do have a break uh, to respond. And that's why the show is so great, because of the constant feedback yeah. that we get. We, we care so much about what the fans have to say, and we incorporate it in the show. So, you know, every morning we tweet out a question, and we're always reading what the, the fans think. Uh, in fact, today we, we did a tweet about Des Bryant. Uh, what did they think? Was he, how much was he worth, worth it to the Cowboys? And an overwhelming response said, you know, pay the guy. He's a huge, which he is, a huge part of that Dallas offense. Yeah. Um, and we are constantly integrating social media into the show. So we care a lot about what the fans, what the fans have to say. So, yeah, and that's, you know, and, and so that's why I try to make sure I respond to the fans and uh, get them on the show and figure out any way possible to make sure we have that fan interaction. Yeah, so be sure and check out the NFL AM's Twitter handle. That's just NFL underscore AM. Be sure and check out Aaron's Twitter handle, as she just said, and we'll be tweeting it out throughout the week. And, uh, of course, it's been fantastic having you on again, talking about some of the upcoming games. Hope to have you on before the end of the season. Thanks again for coming on, Aaron. Yeah, you got it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, this is Scott Fujita, former NFL linebacker and Super Bowl champion, and you're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. 
So that was Aaron Coscalera of NFLM and NFL Network. As I mentioned later on previously, it was a lot of fun talking to her and she didn't let us down this time. Also, great to get her insights into the NFL games coming up this weekend. Do be sure and check out NFLAM. Uh, great show there and it's on at a more reasonable time here, around 11 o'clock every day and uh, you can get that on the NFL Network. So, show I really enjoy and it was good to have her on the show. But DJ, we're going to go through the rest of the games now and uh, give our predictions on the rest of the Week 11 games. So, which game do you want to do you want to start off with? Do you want to go with your New England Patriots on Sunday Night Football? Yeah, Colin, we'll start off with that game. Patriots now at 7-2. and two. The Colts on 6-3, and three, so they'll be looking to get level with the Patriots if they can get a win. In Week 11, I think the Patriots are just going to have slightly too much for the Colts. The Colts have been very impressive, as they have been for a number of years under, under Andrew Luck. So it's really going to come down to which defense can stop the opposing quarterback from putting points on the board. Yeah, DJ, you mentioned the which defense. Well, the Patriots have looked quite good in recent weeks, and, you know, they're starting to get a little bit of things going with, you know, the pass rush, and, you know, they took any airs from Tennessee, and he's looked quite good for them, and, you know, he's a good role player there for them at the minute. You obviously have a, a few issues there with injuries, but Drell Reeves looking good at the moment, and then you mentioned Indianapolis. They've been a lot better than people were projecting, but then they had a couple of bad games, in particular the game against Ben Roethlisberger where he got those six touchdowns. But, you know, they, they bounced back a little bit against the uh, Giants in their last game, then they, they've had a bit of time off to recover. So it'll be very, very interesting to see how this game goes. Obviously, you mentioned Andrew Luck's been sensational since coming into the league, but from time to time he still is prone to an error or two, and, you know, Tom Brady... Hasn't made too many errors over the last number of weeks, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's going to be a real kind of chess match, and I think it'll be a close game, but you know, if one offense really does get on top, you could see the other team throwing the ball a lot and maybe make some mistakes at the quarterback position. So it is going to be a fantastic game, and it's one that I'm really looking forward to. It's the, the late-night game here. It'll be on on Channel 4 in the UK, and it's going to be the Sunday night football game in America. So I know this year one in prime time. You know, both of these teams will be really up to make a make an impressive statement, and you know, this is going to be a statement win for whichever team wins it. They're going to be really, really talked about as serious, serious contenders. I know they're both contenders as, as things stand, but a win here would uh, really, really push them up that map. And uh, I'm sure, DJ, you're going to predict a New England Patriots win. It's a game on the road. It's going to be, you know, a little bit tougher for them. They're not playing at home, but I think they might have enough here just to just to beat them in a, in a tight, tight game. Yeah, I think, Colin, the Patriots should win this game. I think it's going to be, at most, a touchdown, and more likely it's going to be in field goal territory yeah the way the way to dj if you look at some of the players you you have on one of your fantasy teams julian edelman and he's been terrific over the last few weeks and you know he's he got them that uh, punt return against the denver broncos which really swung the game and the momentum of the the new england patriots also rob gronkowski there's no tight end in the league playing better than him at the moment so you know it's, it's gonna be a fantastic contest to see how these key pieces match up we've seen luck linking up with his tight ends over the last few weeks for a couple of touchdowns and big gains so i'm looking forward to this one dj and as you know you're going for a new england patriots one i think it's gonna be the same but you know you never want to be rooting against andrew luck it usually comes back to haunt you so fantastic game coming up here on sunday night football i'm sure it's one that all the listeners are really looking forward to some other fantastic games coming up dj throughout the week and uh, as you're the man that gets to pick the games we talk about i'll let you go your head and give me your next game yeah, Colin, it's a game you're going to be keeping a close eye on. It's not your Green Bay Packers, though. We'll talk about them later on in the show. It's the Detroit Lions taking on the Arizona Cardinals. It's really going to be a question of how the Cardinals cope with Drew Stanton, a quarterback, missing Carson Palmer for the rest of the season. And can Calvin Johnson continue his 
good form in his comeback. Yeah, it's good form over that one game comeback, but I'm sure we'll see Calvin uh, do a good job again for the Lions. He, he's been you know, a bit limited in practice over the last few days, didn't practice on Wednesday, so we'll see how that goes going to the game, but that's quite normal with Calvin Johnson and you know how he deals with the week-in, week-out action of the NFL, but he looked very good, looked explosive at one big touchdown in that game against Miami, so he's looking good, he looked ready to go. The two defences are very, very strong, probably the two arguably the two best defenses in the nfl i would say they're both top five at the moment anyway there's another number of teams that are sniffing in around that category but i think it'll be interesting to see as you mentioned these are the cardinals deal with the loss of carson palmer obviously out for the season now with an acl injury and drew stanton come in and one of his first passes in that game after he came in for palmer last week was that long touchdown to john brown so we'll see how they do it whether they keep throwing the ball around whether they give them the freedom of the offense or what happens but i think there is a slight drop off obviously I, i've been a big fan of carson palmer this season i've liked watching him playing when he's been in the field but drew stanton you know they've only lost one game this season and carson palmer missed a number of games this season so drew stanton has helped them win a number of games so we'll see how it goes both defenses very good it'll be interesting to see which quarterback gets under the most pressure i think that's where this game will be won and lost which game which uh quarterback gets hit the most because it's obviously going to take more pressure and then more mistakes are likely to happen and both these teams like to rush the passer with the likes of Calais Campbell on one side and then you know there's some some very talented people on that Detroit line as well and no more so than Ndamukong Sue who's been you know tearing up teams for, for fun over the last few weeks so we'll, we'll see how this one goes but I really think it's going to come down to which offensive line wins the battle and can protect the quarterback and uh I think we'll we'll not see much of a running game for either team in this game because both teams are very strong against the run but I do think gonna be a close one and if drew stanton doesn't turn over the ball if he if he plays you know even 75 percent of what carson palmer has been in recent weeks i think the cardinals will have enough to, to win here the home crowd will be up for it and they've been playing particularly well over recent weeks so it's uh it's gonna be an interesting game and you know as a packers fan i'm hoping for cardinals win to slow the lions down but i wouldn't be one bit surprised either dj if it goes the other way and it's another game dj like that first game you mentioned possibly even within a field goal this is another game i expect to be very close but just going to give the, the home field advantage to the arizona cardinals and narrow win here for them and should the lions get the win column it heaps the pressure on green bay when they take on the philadelphia eagles i've seen a lot of experts so far have been predicting a packers win but Given what the Philly defense have done this season, will they be able to stop Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay offense? Yeah, well, that uh, defense now, there's a number of injuries over the last few weeks, which is going to hurt them. And, you know, you're talking about the defense. If you mix it in with the special teams, people will be talking about fantasy football. The Eagles have been a, a great fantasy football defense this year. But as it goes on actual defense, you know, at times they've looked vulnerable. I know it was garbage time in the game there against the Carolina Panthers, but they looked vulnerable when Kelvin Benjamin got those two touchdowns laid on. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a man who likes to take advantage of the defence. So we'll see what, what way Aaron tries to break down that, that Eagles defence. But, you know, Sanchez as well on the on the side of the Eagles, has he looked pretty good uh, in Monday Night Football. Nothing great, but we all know that Panthers defence hasn't been looking as good as they were last season. They're really missing Greg Hardy over the, over the last number of months. And, you know, he's not coming back from this season. So... I think uh, Deeds of the Packers will pick up a win here. It'll be interesting to see how the defense sets up with you know Clay Matthews playing inside linebacker in, in the game last week, and then Julius Peppers has impressed me since he's come into the fold. So uh, I'm looking forward to this game. I think at home, you know, they rarely lose at Lambeau Field, so that's a bit of an advantage too. I don't know if it'll be as big a win as some pundits are suggesting, but I think uh, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers will do enough as he's done in recent weeks, and I think the Eagles at times they've done just enough to beat teams that kind of you know they're not bombing teams out of it although they did win that game big last week i think uh, when they come up against the green bay packers it's gonna be a tougher proposition for them on the road and i'm going here easy for a packers win but i do think it'll be in around the you know the touchdown mark 
Go Pack Go. All the games, Colin, we've talked about so far, we've been predicting close games. And Atlanta Falcons, Colin, Matt Ryan taking on Cam Newton this week and his Carolina Panthers. Falcons 3-6, and six, the Panthers 3-6-1. and one. Yeah, indeed. You know, those records in most divisions, you would be saying, well, that's the season over for both of them. But both teams' teams only a game back from the New Orleans Saints in that division, so there is still a chance of them making the playoffs and actually winning the division. So we'll see, we'll see how these teams perform this week, but it is a must-win. Of course, the Cincinnati Bengals are taking on the Saints, which I talked to with Aaron earlier in the show. But, you know, depending on how that game goes, there's a chance that these teams could be level at the top of the division with the Saints. So, very, very interesting game. Matt Ryan, you all know about his struggles on the road. I talked there about the Carolina Panthers not being great against the Eagles last week up onto garbage time when, you know, Kelvin Benjamin and Cam Newton hooked up a few times. But, you know, there's been drops by Kelvin Benjamin. There's been some mistakes then. Cam hasn't done great at times. There's been issues with turnovers from the whole team on offense. And, no, it's it's just a, the last year was going to be hard to live up to for them, but I think Cam has to turn around at some stage this season, but I, I have to say, DJ, I like the Atlanta Falcons to take this one on the road and really start to challenge for the top of that division. I think it'll be a very, very close game. I think it'll come down to both defences haven't been good, so it's going to come down to who can put more points on the board, and I think we're looking at kind of end around a 27-24 win for the Atlanta Falcons on the road. I think Matt Ryan will get it done. Uh, we all talk about his road struggles, although it was a home game for the Falcons. The game in Wembley started that game particularly well in the first half, and uh, I thought uh, if he had to continue that in the second half, he could have bet the Lions. So I'm going here and we give uh, a little bit of credit. They won on the road last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so two wins on the road here, DJ, for the Atlanta Falcons. Just DJ, when we're talking through the games, a uh, competition coming up this weekend on Overtime Ireland, and uh, we have our teacher competition each and every week where we give it away for the predicted correct score off one of the games in the second slate of Sunday games, and we'll be doing that again this week. But we'll also have a competition giving away a book, and the book this week is Take Your Eye Off the Ball. It's a book by Pat Carroll, and many of you will know him from his analyst work on uh, CBS. And terrific book. It's uh, a book that I read when I was in America. I, I, I give a, you know, recommended it to a lot of people who are on Twitter looking for different books and that to read. I've seen a number of people have tweeted us that they bought the book and shown pictures of the book and that, but terrific, terrific reading, well worth it, helps you gain more knowledge of the game and so on and so forth. Even if you are at a beginner stage or at an advanced stage knowing about the game, at some nice little nuggets in there that'll help you learn a bit more about it. So we'll be giving away that on uh, Sunday and there'll be some tweets going out on Saturday and Sunday whether on how to enter it and how to win the book. So Stay tuned to the at Overtime Ireland Twitter handle for that. I thought I would just mention that in DJ now as we as we go through the games in case I forget later on. Jay Cutler, Colin and the Bears will be looking to bounce back after being mauled by the Packers last week. They take on the Minnesota Vikings this week, Colin. Who do you see getting the win here? Yeah, DJ, this is a good game. Uh, Minnesota coming off the bye week. Uh, the Packers or the Packers after dominating the Bears last week. The Bears coming off two annihilations. Lost to the Packers and lost, obviously, to the Patriots. DJ, before that, two games where they've given up 50 points in back-to-back games, I think. I read that might be the, the first time that's happened in their franchise's history, and there's not too many teams that go around getting dominated like that. So, you know, they have to come out and play for their coach, Mark Tressman. They, haven't, uh, they didn't do much last week against the Packers. Got some points in garbage time, but, you know, that's not going to help his case. And Jake Cutler as well you know he'll be looking to you know people are asking questions about him whether the contract was the right decision all this here sort of stuff so there's a there's a lot of questions around the Bears at the moment and they you know it's either time to stand up and face it like men or it's time to just pack the season in and you know the coach will get fired whatever will happen with the players but there's a lot of players in this roster DJ will be fighting for spots for next season so I think uh, 
they'll show up big here and I think it's going to be a high scoring game I think Cutler will get his act together but I do think he'll turn the ball over a couple of times Teddy Bridgewater's coming off a bye week and we've seen what teams have done to this Bears defence over the last few weeks so I think Bridgewater you know, we've been going into Soldier Field. This can be a hostile environment. But I mentioned a few weeks back, I think it was after the Miami Dolphins game, DJ, the Bears have a terrible record at home. Last two games were away. I mentioned that game against the Packers, the game against the Patriots. But before that, the games were uh, at home to the Miami Dolphins, which they lost as well. And I think they might have only have won three in their last 14 at home or some ridiculous stat like that. I just, off the top of my head, I'm, I can't confirm that that's right, but I think that's what it was. But uh, I think... They have to turn that around at some stage, DJ. And uh, although I think Teddy Bridgewater will probably have a good game here, I think it's going to be a win for the Bears. And I think you know it's time for Brandon Marshall, who is suffering with a high ankle sprain. Uh, they think that he's going to be okay to play in this one. And Brandon or Alshon Jeffrey, who hasn't had a few good weeks over the last few weeks, so we'll see how they bounce back. Obviously, Forte is playing very well for them this season, and I think the defense has to step up because you know if last week didn't hurt your pride, and you know tell you that you need to work harder this week I, I don't know what will so I'm expecting a bounce back week for the Bears DJ and I think they'll they'll just sneak this but I think it'll be it'll not be easy for them another very exciting game column coming up in week 11 that's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks could be a combination of a battle between the quarterbacks and the running backs with Kansas City Chiefs having Jamal Charles and the Seahawks having beast mode yeah, dude, this is one. I think this will be a low-scoring game. Uh, I can't see too many points being put up, and I do think we'll see a lot of the ball being run. I think, you know, we see games, you know, they start and some games are in the fourth quarter and the other games are only at half time. I think this could be one of those games where it's going to be a lot of running, the clock's going to continue to run, and it'll be a low-scoring game, I would say. You know, you're looking around you know, 17, 14, 20, 17, something like that. I think it'll be very, very close. I think, obviously, the Seahawks haven't as good a record on the road as they have at home. Russell Wilson's had some struggles on the road in his career. But I think uh, both teams obviously hoping to get into the playoffs. The Chiefs on a real, real good run over the last few weeks, picking up a few Ws. And Arrowhead's always a, a tough place to go. We all know about the 12th man in Seattle, but in Arrowhead Stadium, they've uh, quite a loud crowd, and uh, I'm sure they'll be loud this Sunday. So it's going to, be, going to be a very tough one, but I think, the Seahawks will just edge this one out. It's going to be very, very tough for both teams, but I think we'll we'll see Marshawn Lynch doing just enough and getting it over the line, whether it's him or Russell Wilson doing the running. You can see the same kind of combination with uh, Jamal Charles and Alex Smith, but I think the, the, the Seahawks will do just enough and they'll get the win. Cleveland Browns column taking on the Houston Texans this week. Will Brian Hoyer continue to cement his place as the starting quarterback for the Browns and keeping Johnny football on the sideline or will the JJ Watt Texans <laughs> get the victory here yeah it's going to be a very another game there's a lot of these games and I'm nearly sitting on the fence with my picks in them it's going to be a very very tough week picking and uh, I think here the the Texans obviously travel and they have their bye week the one big question about the Texans this week DJ is Ryan Mallett starting for them a quarterback what will Mallett deliver compared to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know Fitzpatrick has deficiencies in his game, but you know he was doing enough to help this team pick up a few wins. So it'll be interesting. You know, If Mallet comes out plays brilliant, I think the Texans win. If Mallet comes out plays terrible, I think they lose. And uh, that's very, very easy for me to say. Like <laughs> If the quarterback's terrible, the team's going to lose. But I think uh, Arian Foster's going to be a kind of game-time decision for them, so depending on if he's playing. But there's a lot of questions up in the air, DJ, at the moment, and the, the Texans are having a bit of trouble against the run this season. So a lot of up-in-the-air questions for the Texans going into this one. And, you know, the Browns had a huge win. They'll be very happy with themselves. 
after beating the Cincinnati Bengals last week. So I think we'll see them very impressed with themselves. They're running the ball well. I mentioned the problems with the Texans against the run. Hoyer's doing a nice enough game manager job, and the defense has been very good for the Cleveland Browns. So I'm expecting a Cleveland Browns win here at home. One and eight bucks taking on the three and six Washington Redskins. Could this be a confidence boosting win for RG3? Excitement is bubbling. This game, DJ, I think it's one that, unless you're betting on it or you're a fan of either team, you mightn't be paying too much attention to. Maybe fantasy football-wise you might be watching it, but it's one that RG3 coming off the bye week. He looked a bit rusty in the the first game back against the Minnesota Vikings, and I think he's going to look a little bit better in this game, and we'll see what happens. Alfred Morris had a few good games. He's putting up some nice numbers, so we'll see what he does in this one with a hopefully 100% healthy RG3 and see what they do. But Josh McCow and DGN now for the Buccaneers. Mike Evans has looked terrific in recent weeks for them, the rookie, so we'll see We'll see how it goes, but uh, it's another game, DJ, where it's going to be very tough to call, but I'm going with the home field advantage here, Washington Redskins having the bye week, the Bucks are having a really, really tough time this season, and they're on the road again, so this year, DJ, I mentioned it actually was going to be tight, I don't think it'll be tight, and I think it'll be a one by over a touchdown for the, the Washington Redskins. The OTI Lock of the Week. DJ, you mentioned... Uh, those teams, some of the teams mightn't be tough, some of the teams might be tougher to pick, and uh, of course we do our lock of the week each and every week, so I'll let you go first and uh, pick which team you think there is no chance of them losing this week. Yeah, Colm, I'm going with the San Diego Chargers, I think they're going to get a win over the Oakland Raiders and send them to 0-10, that's the Raiders. Yes, tough, uh, that was one of the games i done with Aaron Cosclarian, will they get a win this season, the Oakland Raiders still up in the air as we go forward, so that's your lock of the week, DJ, and uh, just looking through the games now, I was going to pick that as mine, but just not to pick the same game as you. Uh, just looking through the rest of the fixtures, and hell, I'm going to go all out here, DJ, and I'm going to give my lock of the week to the home team, to the good guys. The lock of the week for column this week is the Green Bay Packers against the Philadelphia Eagles. It is a tough week, DJ, this week, picking who's going to be the, the lock of the week and which teams are guaranteed wins. So it's a very interesting week and a, a week that I'm really looking forward to watching all these games. There's a number of games here I have my eye on and I'll have a I'll have close interest in. Thanks again to Aaron Coscalary, DJ, for coming on the show. Thanks for you for listening. Please do rate us on iTunes Stitcher, as I mentioned at the start of the show. Please do subscribe. Tune in to the Overtime Ireland Twitter handle, which is at Overtime Ireland, to get all the information on the competitions coming up over this weekend. So looking forward to giving away those prizes. Looking forward to interacting with you. And do check out all those articles up on the site. Indeed, we were talking, obviously. Uh, we are both from Donegal. Many of the listeners will know that. Some of them may not know that Donegal. Some of the people listening in America might be wondering where Donegal is. It's in the northwest of Ireland. But there's a, a new uh, American football team setting up here in Donegal. And it's one that uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully taking part in if my schedule does allow it. It's a Donegal Dairy Vipers mixing the county of Donegal with Derry trying to get a team going here so it's something that I'm looking forward to it's going to be based either in Derry or in the Letterkenny area but there at the moment they're looking for players they're looking for some coaches and they're really just looking for uh, getting as many people involved as they can they have said the amount of people that have been interested so far has been amazing they're really looking forward to the really positive about how things are going please do check them out on Twitter it's at Donegal Derry VIP that's D-O-N-E-G-I-L for Donegal then Derry VIP after VIP for Vipers obviously and they're also on their own website, which is DonegalDairyVipers.com. And you can find out all the ways about how you can get involved playing, coaching, whatever part you're looking to get involved in. But do check out them. That's Donegal Dairy Vipers. And that website is DonegalDairyVipers.com. So check that out. It's something that I'm very, very interested in. They're looking for coaches and players at this time. So check that out. 
As always, Paddy Power have linked up with us. You can sign up to an account with them, get some great special offers. You can sign up by the link we tweet out or by their banner on the right-hand side of the OvertimeIreland.com homepage. Be sure and check that out. And all, obviously, check out OvertimeIreland.com, as I mentioned. But, DJ, until next week, when we'll be back with another show on Monday, recapping all the action of these hopefully fantastic games this week. My name's Colm. And I'm DJ. And until then, have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.